ho, 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 and a Merry Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron here with Rally Radio with my little um, Mrs. Claus, Miss Erica. <laughs> How you doing, Erica? I'm doing all right. Merry well, Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, uh, it is that time of year again. I think there's something to be said with uh, how fast the years go by now. Is I it us getting older or is there something else? Man, I, I was just going to say, like, I feel like 2018 just, you know, really got started, Super. you know, and it's like, look, it's, it's over. Basically. Way fast. Man, really, it feels like it's been only three months. It's, but... I think it might be because the retailers just shoving uh, Christmas. Um, Six months ago. Starting yeah, right? just like, okay, it's, you know, Halloween and like, it's out the next day. You know, propaganda just coming to you. It has to be. And you know what I think, too, is uh, with all the cell phones and technology, I think it maybe lowers our awareness enough, a, a little bit to, to an extent where, you know, we're just not really all the way conscious. You know what I mean? So time just kind of whoop, flap, passes us by much quicker. Yeah, because you're looking down at Facebook or Instagram or Snap, Snapchat. Snapchat is what I like to call it. Snapchat. Yeah, crazy kids in their Snapchat. <laughs> Well, nevertheless, uh, it is that time of year, and Merry Christmas, everybody. We have some interesting things to discuss today, and um, I think our last show, we uh, talked a little bit, uh, just kind of touched on the moon and space, and uh, Erica took a trip to the moon and is back now, so she has <laughs> information for us. Um, we missed you, Erica. I'm sorry. I was, uh, I was a little under the weather. You know what? Let's say I was in Hawaii. Yeah. I was on vacation. Yeah. 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 That, that sounds better. Living it up. <laughs> Living it up. Why not? Yeah. So. Anyway. But welcome back, and uh, I'm glad to have you. You're much better to look at than some of the guys I've had in here. Oh well. Even in your, you know, little uh, pink. Is that a sweater? Is that a yeah. cardigan? Do you like it? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's pink. It's cute. Thank you. You Thank look you. you look good in everything. So oh, you're, you're fine. Stop you're fine. it. It's not even what you want to talk about. <laughs> No, but, but so, uh, you know, do you, I don't know if you kind of remember where we left off, but we just kind of started touching on it. And, and space uh, is something we could talk on forever. And I think it will come up a lot during the show. It's definitely amazing to me. Um, I'm still of the uh, school of thought of, I guess, maybe along the lines of mainstream science. Um, haven't really heard of anything otherwise uh, up until recent. And as of recently in hearing some of those things, I definitely, you know, I'm open to, uh, to other thoughts and other ideas. There is definitely possible. And who the F knows what is going on out there? Because some of the stuff that I watch and they're talking about, it's just so incredible. And it's like, well, how do they even they know? So I don't know. It's, it's definitely for discussion. And um, I'm looking forward to it. So, of course, with space, uh, something that's synonymous would be NASA. Well, I mean, Which I think is a joke, uh, actually, for some reason. There's nothing wrong with um, asking questions. Asking as king, right? Oh, yes. As king, you're asking. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, last week... It's not axe? Sometimes. Sometimes. Depends on my mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm mad or not. Okay. Uh, well, last week, you know, we talked about... Uh, or last month, maybe. Sorry, it's holidays. But anyways... Uh, spending time with family and all that. So we, uh, you know, we did talk about chemtrails, you know, things in our sky and all that. So I figured we could go up a little bit higher yeah. because supposedly there's, you know, a big, wide universe, endless galaxy out there. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't, I don't Eternity know. Eternity and infinity and beyond. You know, I don't know. I've, uh, 
you know, look, I, I'm gonna be real. I looked at this, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard about the flat earth thing. And initially I thought it was absolutely absurd. I thought it was a joke. I thought they were just being like funny or whatever. And that was like the first thing you learn in school about uh, yeah, the world. Of like, course. Christopher Columbus, you know, discovered the earth is round. You knew the cavemen's thought that, you know, the earth was flat and they were so stupid living so, in caves. So dumb those cavemen. Yeah, so, you know, when I first heard about the flat earth thing, I, I thought it was a joke and, you know, I didn't take it any type of seriously or whatever, but I figured, you know, well, shoot, let, let me have a good laugh. Let me see what they say. Mm -hmm. So I watched a few videos and stuff and I was like, oh, wow, he's, no, these people are serious. They actually, well, they, they really believe this. What's wrong with them? Yeah, they sure do. So I was like, oh, whatever, you know, and then the more I listened, I'm like, huh, all right. But, you know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't convinced and, you know, I don't even know now, but it, it seems very suspicious, um, you know, the things that I have looked at because, you know, I, I don't just take anybody's word for it and I don't expect anybody to just take my word for it, you know, you, uh, you have a brain for a reason, you should use it, you should, you know, we're not parrots, you know, you, we can, we can think, we can learn, you know, it's, you, know, you can't just make up your own reality, but it, it's it's fair to question things, I think. So that's what I, I did. You know, I, I heard their case and was like, you know, quickly ready to disprove it. And so I was, you know, looking this up and I was like, oh, they, oh, okay, well, wow. So anyways, I'm going to share some things that I thought that was quite interesting. And, you know, I haven't completely, like, made up my mind. I'm not like a flat earther or something, but I don't know. I do feel like this globe model is questionable so you do i am asked queen questions <laughs> <laughs> that's right. good I, I think um by the way that uh, women should start protesting for changing asking to ask queen questions i think that's i think that's pretty good I do. I like it. I think uh, <laughs> I see that. I guess it's really t like instead of history, they change it to like her story. You know. Anyways. Oh no 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 no! I can't I can't get down with that. That's that. Uh, history no, and her story. That's that feminine. It's got to be their story. I'm not a feminist. The, the story. I want the truth. How about that? Yeah, yeah, just to give us the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. if it's his story, if it's if it is her story, you know what? Well, it, and that, it and is that, what it is. And that's what we're in search for: is the truth. Right. The truth shall, shall so, set you free. So let me just give you the truth and the facts as they are presented to us. Let's start with NASA. Okay. That's the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Oh, right. I, th I thought it was uh, never a straight answer. That too. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Well, we might have to change their name. But anyways, that is a government-run organization. Their website is nasa.gov. So they are part of the government, and uh, I don't know if you trust your government. Uh, well, I, I I admire your innocent mind, I guess, <laughs> but I, I can't trust the government. I know that for a fact. Okay, so NASA started in 1958, 60 years ago. Not even that much. Yeah, not not that much. Um, For as old as the world supposedly is in space. We started exploring space in the 50s. Yes. Mm. Okay. Now, you need... If, that, if that's possible, man, if that's possible, or if, you know, if that's what, that, what it is, maybe it was just organized at that point, but to think in only 20 years they sent someone to the moon... I think it was 10. They went in like 69. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it, I think it was. I think the last time... Well, I keep thinking of 77. Something happened in 77. You know, I but. think they went to um, the moon a few times, mm -hmm. actually. Like, 
Maybe uh, 77 was the last time. Yeah, like that's like kind of when they stopped. It's like so, the yeah, last they were, time. They were going to the moon for a, probably a span of 10 years from 69 to, mm. uh, I wish I had exact numbers. I know 69 is for sure. The last one, I, that's probably why you're thinking of that 77 mm-hmm. one. Yeah. But, but anyways, so they, um, you know, they were, uh, you needed to be smart to work there. You had to be rocket scientists. That's what was going on. They were building rockets. I think they're still building rockets, right? Mm-hmm. They just—it's been building rockets for Space 60 crafts. years, and my life is so much better because of that. But is it yours? <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so 1958, they started exploring space. Okay, going up there. Um, another interesting thing that happened just a year later in 1959, after they found shot some rockets up there and figured out what was in space. They probably didn't send a human up first, right? <laughs> Supposedly, the Russians sent a dog. Mm. Um, Russians been at it. They're they're giving it a run for our money for sure. Yeah, that's uh, we got some competition there, I guess. So, the Antarctic Treaty System was also uh, that started in 1959. So we got NASA starting in 1958. They're exploring space, and you know they get up high enough and see what's up there. Now all of a sudden, there's this Antarctica treaty Hmm. thing okay and basically what that is is a bunch of scientists can go there for research and we can't otherwise it's off limits you can't vacation there right 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 so we can go no one lives there we can go into space and do all that but antarctica do not no no one's going there Uh, you can go on a cruise to to the the tip of something there or whatever very um regulated and, and there's know. a tip of antarctica now over here on your left look at that uh, <laughs> look at that penguin <laughs> and look at that ice all that ice look at all that so, ice um so if anybody wants to be like oh you can go to antarctica you can yeah i mean yes you can take a guided restricted monitored tour whatever but you cannot just traverse across antarctica and do as you wish because it's for science science only the highest authority in the world Science. Okay, so anyway, I'll talk about Antarctica later. Let's go back to NASA. Some uh, some other facts we have. Yeah, who started NASA? You want to know who started NASA? Tell me who started NASA. Werner von Braun started NASA. Werner von Braun. Huh? Well, so, I don't so know if guys. he actually started it, but he was like a At the big helm. deal. Like yeah. he was, put his name on it. Right, right. They they needed him because he is the father of rocket scientists. Uh, rocket science. Sorry. Werner Come, Daddy Rocket for short. Rocket Daddy. Rocket Daddy, that sounds way better. <laughs> <laughs> I like them both. But uh. anyways, so um, Werner von Braun, if anybody uh, knows their German, that's a German name, okay? And uh, Yeah, I say so. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for him to be the father of rocket science in uh, 59, 58, he was doing this for a little while, so... Uh, where he got his big break, uh, he was actually leader of the Nazi rocket program. Okay, uh, he he invented the V two ballistic missile, the the first ballistic missile. That's why he's the that's why he's Rocket Daddy, Werner von Braun. Okay, he was making rockets for Hitler. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also. Do you know what a ballistic missile is? It's like, uh, it's a, a, sounds powerful. It, it, it'll hurt, I think. I guess they, they can't use an atom bomb because that would just like destroy everybody. Uh, but a ballistic missile, 
uh, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty damn powerful. It's some kaboom boom. Yeah, it'll follow, uh, <clears throat> like, heat sinking. and. It's to keep us safe. Of course. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he was... Uh, but he, he was German, right? Mm-hmm, and he went to the concentration camps between 12 and 15 times. He knew it was going on there. Um, the slave labor that was going on. And he built stuff for Hitler. Yes. The, well, the he had... He instructed the slaves on how to build mm -hmm. the rockets, mm -hmm. and you know he made sure. It was and then America right. was like, "Hey, we're starting this this space organization." Well, eventually, you know the the Nazis, you know they were doing their thing, and it, it started coming to an end. Uh, it was it was crumbling. Um, the Allied forces of Americans, you know, whoever was against NASA, they took over that uh, rocket lab that he was. Uh, working on. He, he ran away somewhere, I think uh, Bavaria or something like that. Anyways, he surrendered to the Americans and was like, okay, I'm, I'm here, whatever. Uh, he, was, he went to, uh, he, he did the war trial thing or whatever, and that's, that's how you can know that he knew what was going on in the concentration camps. He was okay with it. He, he wore the swastika. I mean, he was, he was, he was, Anyways, he was building the Nazis' weapons. He was, he was fine with it. He knew what was going on. I mean, if you're a fucking rocket scientist, you're not an idiot. I don't care. Right. He, he, nobody can tell me he didn't know what was going on. He said he did. I mean, they, there's even like a, a kind of a joke about like, it's not rocket science. Yeah. You know, I mean, they use it. As... Yeah, it's just, it just makes it sound like you will we'll never be smart enough to do that. You just, you will, you know, you gotta, it's, it's rocket science. It's too hard for you to, don't, don't worry yeah. about it. We, we got this. So, anyways, um, so. The Americans obviously seen, like, man, we probably shouldn't execute this guy or have his mind rot in prison. He could come, he can come work for us. And so I'm, I'm sure that that was better than, you know, going to jail or, you know, whatever happens to mm -hmm. war criminals. It's a, called a, a plea bargain. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, he, he sounds like he got he made he up pretty well. He's got a stadium in uh, Alabama named after him. Like, he, he did okay yeah. after the war. After, after uh, left the Nazis, went to America. Nazis made NASA. Anyway, so he comes over and uh, he starts doing work for NASA. And uh, he had some partners with him. One of them was Walt Disney. Hey, the Disney Disney guy. Yes. Walt, Walt Disney, the, the founder and creator of Disneyland World. Mickey all, Mouse, all, of Disney. all that, yeah, the the happiest place on earth, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, you so, like to wait in line for two hours to get on the ride. Well, you gotta get the fast pass. Yeah. All right, so fake a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when you get off the ride, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's even better. All right, so so anyways, um, yeah, so NASA started in 1959 with Werner von Braun, an ex-Nazi, and you know, I don't have any exact thoughts on this, but uh, I'm pretty sure they brought maybe a couple other Nazis with them. I yeah. can't imagine he's. Well, he's sure, like, the yeah, only you got a couple one. of Nazi friends that are uh, I mean, pretty good rocket scientists. Well, I mean, too. I'm sure he had partners. Like, you know, they got some info too. We, we got to, yeah. you know, anyway. So I'm sure a few Nazis uh, came over and. Do you mind uh, if I bring some of my friends? Uh, take a little. They didn't say program. nine. To that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How do you say yes in German? Uh, no da. I don't know. It, Fuck, I don't know. I guess I wish I knew freaking... Yeah, maybe um, we'll, we'll look it up. and After the break, we'll, uh, we'll let everybody know what... Uh, yas. I think it's just Yas. Just Yas. Yas, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, let me, let me wrap this up. I know we got to go on a break soon. So just to cover what we know, you know, NASA, it was opened in... And Walt what? came. Yeah. 
uh, Werner von Braun from the leader of the Nazi rocket program. He gets uh, put up in a in a real nice job in uh, America building our rocket missiles so we can explore space and in order to inform the public about space and what they're going to be doing and what they're going to be needing massive tax dollars for. Walt Disney got on board because, you know, he knows his way around a studio, so they actually used to make educational videos uh, in the early 60s and stuff to let people know how cool space is and how much we need to be exploring mm -hmm. it. Interesting. Okay? And then once they found out what was in space and, you know, got a good look at this Earth, I don't know, Antarctica all of a sudden just kind of became off limits. Mm -hmm. and I don't know, that just seems very suspicious. So when we get back, uh, we will talk about some more. And no Uncle Antarctica for you either. Okay, sorry. Couldn't resist. I don't know that, that play on words, it always gets me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, tuning in, Reality Radio. And just hang tight while we take a quick little break, and we'll be back in just a moment. He's got a bag that's filled with toys for boys and girls again. Hear those sleigh bells jingle jangle, oh what a beautiful sight. Ho ho ho, here he comes, the big fat man in the red suit, Santa Claus. Are you ready for Santa Claus to come, Erica? Yes, I, I am Santa Claus. You are Santa actually. Claus, yeah. Yes, in my house I'm Santa. Did you, did you tell your kids about Santa? Um, well my, my son is 11, uh, my oldest one. Yeah, and, he figured um, it out or... I, I don't know. I can't, I can't ask him because then if he yeah, didn't, sure. then... <laughs> you, you blew it. So, so you, do, you do raise your kids thinking that uh, St. Nick is a real thing. Yeah, I mean, it's my parents did it to me, and I, yeah. just, I don't know, it seemed right at the time. Right. Um, Would you now? Like, what, what, you, what about your youngest? <laughs> I mean, he, he doesn't know that... So far, I, I, he's coming up like Gregory. I took my kids to see Santa uh, a couple weeks ago, mm -hmm. and um, my big 11 year old like sat on santa's lap and was like really happy and did like pee on him <laughs> no he Very didn't cool. not this year no um <laughs> my baby was actually too scared he, he was yeah. like he was freaked kids out kids are so know? scared of santa i mean i don't know any kids that don't cry uh, gregory never did I, I thought elijah would be cool the first time he, he didn't cry he never cried i took him to see the fake easter bunny at the mall too the I, all, all you should take him to see the real one <laughs> So, anyways, I, I'm not too sure if my son believes in Santa or not. And like I said, I don't want to ask him because just in case he don't, I don't want to. Well, you ever say something like, oh, but Santa's coming, you know, he looks at you like, man, come on, I know Santa ain't real. Like, Yeah, I, I do make statements like that. He doesn't correct he's me like, or oh, anything. Well, so because that, he's maybe he's like in purgatory. He's kind of like, oh, maybe. That, that's kind of what makes me believe, like, dang, I think he still does believe in Santa. Well, is he good all year? <laughs> he's He's been he's been better. He's been better. Uh, he My son was a perfect child I and mean, he was so good I could brag about it but like two years ago he started acting crazy and mm -hmm. uh, not crazy um just very the, naughty yeah. Put, uh you know f you know pushing get, the envelope get, pretty some far balls I think yeah and uh I'd let him know like, they're like not put, that big yeah getting in mama's purse fine. and stuff that's a big no-no <laughs> yeah. you gotta yeah. learn that yeah <laughs> no he's he he knows uh he had to, he tested me a little bit and saw the results of the test mm -hmm. and I, yeah I, I imagine you're not a mama to, to mess with 
I I'm a really, You're really cool, cool mom, yeah. I think. But I mean, don't I'll cross give you whatever, that line. Right. Like I don't I don't I don't play that shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean if you're good and do what you're supposed to do, I'll get you I'll get you whatever you want. You can do whatever you want, but you, you need to Don't don't fuck up. I'm your mama. You're not my mama. You don't right. tell me what to do, I right. tell you what to do and uh, you, do, you don't call no shots around here and I am not friends with children. I mm-hmm. I'm friends with adults. So you're, I'm not you're, friends with my kids. That's I'm, good. I'm their mom. You're that's the mom, yeah. You know your role. Do you remember when you realized that Santa Claus wasn't real or really who (laughs) yeah who they said he was actually i was uh like my son well i'd like i don't i'm not too sure if my 11 going on 12 year old son believes in santa i know it's possible he still could because real talk i was like 12 when i found out and so i asked my grandma like you know it it's you know i i started you know hearing people at school say he's not real and i and i Mm -hmm. knew that we didn't have like a ton of money at that time but i had really good christmases and so I figured, you know, there'd be no way my parents could afford this. So Santa must be real. Right. But, but, you know, I started, you know, figuring things out a little bit. And so, and I knew the tooth fairy wasn't real at that point in time. So. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. It's the rock anyways. <laughs> anyway, so I, I asked her and she, my grandma told me this really stupid answer. She said, he's real if you believe he's real yeah and i'm like well <laughs> that's a good answer and i'm like Mom, i was like no what, what do you what do you mean like is is he real or not and she just kept saying over and over he's real if you believe he's real and she wasn't saying yes so i mm. kind of knew at that point that like this is deception santa's not real and i was kind of crushed i'm not yeah. gonna lie it i was, think it is crushing it, it to was, a lot of kids when they find out it was you know um I didn't go crying for a safe space or anything afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, well, does that mean that the Tooth Fairy and and uh, Hanukkah Harry and and uh, whoever else is the Easter Bunny? I must say, for that Santa news, for me personally, I took it kind of rough. Yeah. And I was and that is the, kind the, of old. I feel like when, I feel like twelve's kind of old to still be. I, I think Santa. when a kid finds out that Santa Claus isn't real is when life starts and they realize depression, and they realize. You know, shit sweet. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, life sucks. You know, is when is is when you realize that. Oh my God, there's trauma in this world. The thing is, though, is I used to wonder, like, cause um, it'd be the same wrapping paper. Uh, yeah. That, that my mom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, Santa, yeah. He... You know. And, oh, and she had an answer for it. She was like. Well, yeah, you think he carries around wrapping paper? Yeah, we, and stuff? we have to provide he, it. He, that and cookies. That's that's basically what she told me. So I'm like, oh, well, duh, yeah. Does he we drink extra, silk? <laughs> duh, he has mm-hmm. extra wrapping paper. So, oh, okay, all yeah. right, you know. And uh, <laughs> anyways, whatever. Yeah, I, I should have seen it coming. My, my dad being a Jew celebrated Christmas. Uh, he, even he did growing up. And, of course, when um, he met my mother and, and we had us kids, it was always Christmas. And, and my dad had a... Um, a flower shop, right? And um, had big rolls of Christmas paper. And I remember, I'll never forget it, this big, huge roll, like you would see, like for commercial use, of white and uh, green holly Christmas paper. And we had it for years. The same paper, every fucking gift. My dad would would really put together wonderful Christmas. I mean, we, we always had great Christmas. Lots of presents, you know. Yeah, me too. Um, but every Christmas Eve, we'd have a Christmas Eve party. I mean, as a kid growing up. And Santa Claus would be there. I mean, at my house. So this was like, holy shit, I'm the coolest kid ever. And I remember when I started getting older, I kind of started wondering, like, is this guy for real? This, this Santa Claus guy? 
And uh, I started seeing him in the malls. I'm like, what the hell? You know, one of my friend's mom said, oh, no, those are Santa's elves. You know, he sends people out. And You know what? Yeah, because I, I asked my mom about that, too. I was like, well, what about these this Santa, you know, he looks like he's, this doesn't even look like his real beard at the mall, you know, stuff like mm. that. And she was like, no, those are his helpers. Disciples. Th and she always watched, on, I think it's Thanksgiving, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm -hmm. uh, she watched that religiously. And then, you know, at the end, Santa comes out. She told me that was that, the real Yeah, he goes Santa. to big parades and does all the big events. And so I was like, wow like so i really thought that you know the thanksgiving parade what that's the real sense it makes sense like mm -hmm. i mean big parade look at those balloons wow mm -hmm. you know so oh she had me full we, so we even i mean our santa would even like knock on the ceiling so you'd hear oh he's landing and then he'd come in and i remember when i started getting a little bit older i said i'm gonna fucking debunk this thing and i waited for santa to leave after and there was a lot of kids we had a lot of people there you know my, my father owned a restaurant and bars so we had you know all kinds of booze and plenty of people but santa claus would come and i remember one year i said i'm gonna watch him leave so when he left i snuck around didn't let anybody see me and i went out the front door you know behind him he was a ways away and i watched and i saw him get in his shitty impala <laughs> I was like, damn it, Where's bastard! Where's sleigh? I, I knew it. Here. And that night I asked my parents, and they said, well, what do you think? I said, no, I saw him getting... It was my mom's cousin. <laughs> no way, it was family. Yeah, yeah, so that's that. But anyways, in more uh, conspiratorial uh, news, um, we're talking about NASA. Folks, uh, this is Rowdy Radio with your hosts, Aaron and Miss Erica. And don't forget, if you want to shoot us an email, we love to read. So it's host at realityradioshow.com realityradioshow.com all spelled just the way it should be just drop us a line so erica where do we leave off honey okay so we were just basically telling you um when nasa started and some of the key people Who? involved yeah. in organizing that so um <coughs> you know nasa they they want to have space exploration so they bring a space x i guess you need you need rockets to go up into space, and who better than the father of rocket science, uh, Rocket Daddy, Warner yeah. Von Braun, yeah. right? Rocket so, Daddy. So they, they got to work um, pretty quickly with, uh, you know, a couple of uh, military uh, jobs, I guess. You know, NASA's a government agency, and so so is the military. You know, they work for the government or us or something. I don't know. Anyways, so right away, they, uh, they want to know what's up in space. So they go up there, and um, some of their operations um, that they did was Operation Dominic, Operation Fishbowl, Operation Hardtack, a lot of things. That was basically them blasting up uh, rockets and missiles in real high up in the sky, um, 80, 80 kilometers in the sky, 400 kilometers in the sky, whatever. They just they wanted to see, um, they, you know, doing weapons testing. And they they tested these weapons yeah. way up high in the sky, mm. which I find in, in that kind of weird. In the atmosphere, though, right? Not 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 like out of this world. So there's still gravity, right? Yeah, I guess. And I mean, shit comes down. I just know there's nobody living a hundred miles in the sky, so I don't know. That's where God lives, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's a little higher, but he's up there. Mm -hmm. um, it's at the elevator up in <laughs> another few a few floors. Well, if you're going to test your weapons, I would think you would want to 
test them in an area where you would realistically use them. You know, the yeah, the, the, the pressure's not the same sure. a few hundred miles. There's no people up there. I mean, I guess right. that's like the safest place or whatever to not harm anybody. But, yeah. you know, there's a... A lot of I, variables, I, feel, I feel like they wouldn't be realistic. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good control, right? Right, right. So, um, anyways, and, and their names too. Uh, their, their names were kind of funny. Operation Fishbowl. Yeah, I was wondering who's like on the naming uh, committee. They had to name this dominant. stuff, you know. It's probably the same people that put the messages on the freeway signs. Uh, <laughs> it was just so terrible. I think uh, the one I saw today was "Life is a gift, call for a lift." Like L Y F T, no, the company? No, not L Y F T, L I F T. I thought oh. about that too. So Lyft, uh, they lucked out on that one. They got some free pub. Right, but, right. Yeah, it was just L I F T. If they did L Y F T, then yeah, they'd all be in cahoots. <laughs> Uber would get mad. Well, um, so, so anyways, uh, immediately NASA's open. They they they're shooting rockets up there. They they want to know what's going on. They want to know what it's like to blow up the sky and you know how that happens and you know I don't know that that helps them test things. So let's jump into that. Uh, Antarctica mm-hmm. continent at the Ant- South Antarctica. Pole, at the bottom of our... Yeah, fishbowl. Right. Well, Antarctica, they had an operation going down there, military one, and that one is called Operation High Jump. And, you know, they, they seem to give them, like, random names, but but they really don't. Was, you know, they, they actually do kind of mean something. Not as random as the hurricane names. Right, they're they're they don't just like pick a name out of a hat or like you know I like how this sounds like it's it's somewhat related to the mission. Yes. So, um, you know, if you look up pictures of Operation High Jump, uh, one of uh, key persons involved when, in that was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because he can jump the highest. No, <laughs> I don't think he was. No, he was around then, was he? No, no, yeah, he, he wasn't. He was, he was in a rocket surgery though. <laughs> rocket, Rock, surgery. rocket surgery and brain science. It's not brain science. <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> Operation High Jump. That sense, that makes a lot of sense to me, the name, because if you look at Antarctica, it looks like there is a, I don't know, thousand foot tall wall of ice. Yeah, just a- Like, just a sheer drop, too, just coming right out of the ocean, extremely high. How'd that get there? Ice age. Yeah, I mean, I guess everything, oh, do you remember last show, I was going off my tangent about how I think this was one big ball of ice. And everything, you know, melted and you know, over billions or quadrillion years, you know, water, less and less. So you I guess, think, yeah, those walls are still left. You think left millions and billions of years, huh? I don't know. Just whatever. However long it takes. That just seems so unfathomably long it does. away. And just, the time stands still. To, only people change. You'd have to know rocket science to know anything that happens. This ain't brain surgery. <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds so out of reach and unfathomably impossible like billions of years like just yeah that's it, a lot of years it, it, it just sounds so impossible that like you don't even want to like you can't even think about it so it's like oh whatever you guys say happened yeah. a billion years ago, i'm gonna take your word for it right. it's I like no using idea. the word infinity all the time like you know it's <sighs> your, your brain can't like really comprehend mean, it you yeah know? And just and i think that's why they maybe throw big numbers out like that yeah. because when i was watching should, that science show that's why i'm like they oh it'll take 16 trillion quad, you know like, oh okay like that's just like so fucking big that you can't even well you can't question that that's, that's just too much yeah like you can't count that high so it just it must be true exactly so and supposedly carbon dating that can really only accurately go back like i don't know like 20,000 years 10,000 years be- beyond that it's uh it, it it doesn't even it doesn't make sense. You could you could find a fossil, carbon date it, 
and, and it'll give you this number. Carbon but if you date. if you carbon date like the other side of the fossil, it'll give you staggeringly different numbers. That's what they're saying. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to kind of trust that because I don't think that you can accurately date something billions of years ago. Like, just whatever. Yeah. Speed dating is hard, hard <laughs> enough. You know? um, so anyways, Operation High Jump, that's uh, exploring Antarctica. And it was a real high jump to get on to that plateau. Oh, that was, uh, that's, man, that's, high jump. That's, that's those that scientists sure are funny. Mm-hmm. So they claim there's a bunch of resources in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just unexplored A lot of land. useful resources that uh, I guess we as a society and human race could use uh, that would be helpful for us to continue. And Coal and oil and, yeah, they, they basically there was ice this. And, and lots of ice. Yeah, it's cold down there. So I, there was just this worldwide agreement. You know, the world can't hardly agree on anything. But in 1959... You know, basically the whole world kind of agreed that Antarctica is off limits, except mm. for science. So, yeah. So like, no one lives down there, and and from what I have seen, it's so cold that there's like no life of any form. Just scientists. Just scientists live. Just, just, just scientists. Yeah. You know, they know best. So. And there's probably some fish in the water or something. I don't know. They probably got good fishing down there. Mm. Um. So, anyways, uh. Operation High Jump, exploring Antarctica, a bunch of countries got in on that. Uh, the, the countries that are in the Antarctic Treaty, it's I think it's 55 countries. Basically, all the major players are in Antarctica. I'm and sorry, if they're not it's on the treaty, 53. If they, and if they're not, those that are not, can they just go down there then all willy-nilly and, you know, walk around and... Do no, what you, they can, want. you can take a guided tour, or the scientists. I don't know what freedoms they have to do under there. I think they're under orders, actually. I, I think they're they, they don't just get to. Well, let me just. Uh, I got. I don't know oh yeah, no, I'm they, sure. they're they're they're, they're given a mission and they got to yeah. follow it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like Admiral Byrd. Mm-hmm. So originally there was twelve countries that started the Antarctic Treaty. That was um, Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Chile, France, Japan, New Zealand, Norway, South Africa. Russia, Soviet Union at the time, United Kingdom, and United States. Okay, mm. So basically all the major players and then ones that are in close proximity, uh, Southern Hemisphere in, in Antarctica. Um, they established uh, 55 Antarctic stations, and the treaty was a diplomatic expression of operational and scientific cooperation that had been achieved mm. on the ice. They, yeah. You know, there's well, hungry had people else. everywhere, there's war, and there's just disease, and all this stuff. Put and your differences you know, aside. Yeah, Antarctica, that is... You're on the ice. Wow. We Let's... just are going to agree to mm -hmm. disagree everywhere else, but here, here we're one. This is just for science, okay? And so, I don't know, I think it's very suspicious. Uh, lately, uh, in, in if anybody watches the news still takes that seriously um there's been a lot of politicians and you know world leaders and different things like that going down to antarctica i think who, one of the ones that went to the moon like uh buzz aldrin yeah <laughs> he went to antarctica um just, just all these you know major players that you know they're going they have a lot of interest in antarctica they can use antarctica also as a place to um, shoot any kind of like video or movies to uh, that would resemble 
uh, places in space because of its, you know, just barren and dead and, and destitute and just nothingness. I guess they could. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's They're not really telling us what they're doing down there. It's for science, and you know, science will let you know what they want to know. But anyways, um, back to those other operations, that Operation Fishbowl, Operation yeah. Swordfish, Operation whatever. Operation uh, Swordfish, they were testing missiles deep underwater, how that reacts. Again, I don't really know who's living underwater like that to where you would need to test that. Yeah, maybe a submarine or whatever, but, I mean, are you really mm. going to use a huge ballistic missile that could take out half a town for a submarine? You know, I mean, I don't know. It's, anyway, so th they're, they're testing things out. And um, apparently on their Operation Swordfish thing, they were able to tell that when they shot the missile in the water, when it exploded, it created ozone. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I thought uh, the ozone was already there. I, I think, know. yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I think that term is also used like it's creating like more hole in the ozone. It's like messing with, with the ozone. Are there holes in our sky? Yeah, supposedly there's there's holes. That's from, the stuff they tell us, though. And we just start like, oh, okay, oh yeah. Really. From that the Aquanet. Yeah, and you know, Aquanet theory. If hairspray and you know aerosols and things like that were like so big of a problem, yeah. why would they make them so cheap and readily available? Well, to why buy? would the FDA or you know whoever? Like this destroys our sky. You yeah, can't do can't, this anymore. Well, you can't make it anymore like that. You know, you can't say fuck on the radio. I can't I think, smoke a cigarette in Denny's anymore. Right, they can control all that, but yeah, you know. Yeah, go ahead and use your hair. The global warming thing and everything else that's you know going to kill the human race as we know it. Um, just try and be careful. I don't use too much of it, okay? But yeah, keep making it. Yeah. I don't know. It seems pretty forcocked to me too. Uh, right, especially when you know, once you get real rich, like you know, hundred millionaire, billionaire type of status, you rub elbows with all them people. Mm -hmm. So you would think, you know, you would just think it would be run a little bit differently, but it's not. That's how you should really be able to tell you can't trust them. And, uh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I blow holes through the ozone. Yeah, we, we sell the hairsprays. Mm -hmm. um, we are Aquanet and Rave. And we, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, you got, anyway, so. Aquanet, wait a minute. It's a net of water. Well, think about um, oh the, the Rednecks SUVs, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. They are just killing the environment, right? That's what that's what we're told. You know, that oh, we're just big consumers. We've got gas guzzlers. Well, it's how they're going to cool down Mars is they're going to. Just let us live up there since we're already screwing it up and creating warmth. But these Operation well, Fishbowl, Dominic things that just blow up freaking bombs in the freaking sky, that's okay. But yeah, that seems my, a little bit more. My exhaust. Yeah. In my Yukon. Yeah. Is... How dare you? And you ate a Big Mac out of a styrofoam container. <sighs> I threw bitch. it out the window. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, so they, uh, they they pressure you like they they make us all feel like we're a burden right. to this world. Yeah, you know that right. way, and then they cram you into these cities. You know, uh, skyscraper things. You know, high rises and stuff. And yeah, they cram people in to these cities and tell us that we're there's too many of us. And it's like, yeah, there's too many people. We're just such we're just damaging this world. And it's like. No, we're not. Some people can barely freaking eat and pay their bills. Well, what else are we supposed not, to do? You know, that we're not flying our jets and shooting right. weapons into the sky. Every, like, you know that shit works. You've been building rockets for 100 years. Now, yeah. what are you still testing them for? You right. know what I mean? You know it works. Anyways, so 
it just seems uh, rather suspicious that we're not allowed to go to Antarctica. It's only for science. Um, supposedly, they have a whole bunch of resources there. But there's resources everywhere. You know, so, yeah. sure, there's some barren land that don't got nothing going on. But basically, pretty much all over the world, there's resources. And it ain't a problem to go there. But Antarctica... Right. You adapt to your environment as well. So, I mean... So, what, what's really down there, you know? Um, you know, I told you I was looking at this flat earth thing. And these, these flat earth people, they... They they claim that the Antarctica ring is is Antarctica is actually a ring, a wall of ice that encircles oh, right. our plane, not planet, plane, our basically plane. like a plate. Mm -hmm. um, or, uh, imagine like a clock or something, and the the border of your clock that holds the glass in place. Uh -huh. That's basically what Antarctica is. Okay. It's a round thing, and uh, it's kind of holding us all in. That's. That's their model. Like the water, it's, it's like um, you know a dam, kind of keeping the oceans together. Well, and, uh, the, the, continents from shifting anymore. Well, it's a plateau too. You know, we we saw the pictures right, of Antarctica. Right. Okay, I mean, it's wall. a couple thousand feet high or a yeah. thousand feet high, very very high, um, high enough to keep the water in place. And okay. So so high jump is to go figure out what's up, what's over that wall. Yeah, they said they said it was a reconnaissance mission, so they were mm -hmm. just that basically means exploring so they and it was you know it was probably a bitch to get over that thing so mm -hmm. anyways um <clears throat> excuse Maybe me a, a thousand feet is fly over it well and land on what the the airport that they uh you could just fly uh you know land on the ice it's such a big fucking wall <laughs> um right and and yeah that's, that's probably what they do now we got you know enough technology we can do whatever um, but, and, you know, it had me asking questions like, uh, well, what about, you know, the, the sun and moon, you know, how does that, how does that work and stuff? And what these flat earthers claim is that, uh, the sun is in our sky along with the moon and it encircles, um, the, the, the plane. It just, just, just goes around basically like, like North and South. Well, like I, said, I like to think of a or, clock. Like right. the hands on a clock, how it just kind of goes in the circle, and yeah. after 60 minutes, the minute hand goes all the way around and goes back to where it started, and okay, you know, I, you know it's, when it's time it was, to... it's, it's hard for me to believe that, you know, because I was just taught something so completely different, Yes. but this, uh, the, the model that they have isn't necessarily a new one. It's apparently, you know, as I look into this more, because I wasn't just going to take their word for it, but I was, I was, um, I wasn't a little intrigued. It was, it was kind of interesting, and a lot of the things I was checking out, it was like, you know, it seemed to check out. Mm. Um, you know, I'll go back to NASA. Um, NASA, we give them a lot of money. Yeah. Um, How much was that? It's through tax dollars. It's, yeah. Okay. And it's... they get about eighteen billion dollars a year. Wow. Which is fifty nine million dollars a day. Oh my gosh! Fifty nine million dollars a day. Like I said, my life is probably so much better for having NASA in it than not. They don't even <laughs> do enough to like use all that money. You think? I mean, what do they do every day? Um, they're exploring space. They should be in space every fucking day. <laughs> we haven't been we haven't been past low orbit Earth since call it seventy seven when the last time we went to the moon. Oh, and it's because, from what they, what I'm hearing, and kind of makes sense, because we don't have a president that's sticking to a plan long enough 
And like each administration, they decide to change something or don't want to do something or what have you. I mean, th- let, let, let's so let's take everything for for what it is for mm-hmm. for just a moment. Um, everybody knows that government and technology go at two extremely different paces. <laughs> and and you have yeah. NASA, you have NASA, um, which what does it mean in Hebrew? Uh, to greatly deceive. Oh, weird. Um, you have to greatly deceive, uh, trying to do technology things <laughs> like you know go to space and such, and it, but it's but it's a government company, right? Or it's a government organization sponsored by you and me. Yes, and our listeners. Yes, so thank you're welcome, everyone. Um, so, but it's like, that's almost a contradictive, like, no wonder we haven't done shit and and we're not getting up there because the government just runs so, so much slower. I mean, they can't fix a fucking pothole. Yeah. I mean, you think they're going to, I mean, they put a man on the moon. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because I was yeah. so about to bring that up before I ever heard about flat earth thing, you know, whatever the moon landing that you know nasa's biggest accomplishment you know they put a man on the moon mm-hmm. we beat the russians to in it you know whatever i must say i've really never bought that really? that just seemed too i mean i did as a kid as a kid you know i, I knew whatever but when i became like a teenager and a stoner you know started yeah. like talking to started people. staring at the moon man yeah well they started having like little conspiracy theories about the moon back then and I remember seeing some stuff then that made me very much so question uh, if that was real or not. And then I, I was always kind of on the fence about it. wasn't didn't didn't really think it was real. You know, we hadn't ever been back, and so I started looking into that. Um, and I've come to the conclusion that no way. There's no way. No. It's obvious as hell. I mean, you should see the thing that they had on the moon. Like it's it's got like tinfoil on it. Like it's crazy. Yeah, the it's, video. It's oh gosh, it's yeah, the video. So, is... It's so rickety looking. There's no way that thing made it through space. And and he's kicking sand and stuff. Um, but there's no gravity on the moon, right? It's less supposedly. Less, okay. Um, so that in itself, the moon landing to me being obviously fake. You know, you can think what you want, but I think that it's obviously fake. So that's really why, after I watched these flatter things and seen that they were serious, that was a big reason why I gave them credence, because I figured NASA is completely lying about mm. the moon landing. So, right. hey, you know what? They probably, if they're lying about that, <laughs> they can lie about a bunch of other things. But I wanted to go into our Earth. Um, we have pictures of Earth, you know, um, from NASA. They, they release them every so often. Um, the land masses look completely different in every single picture. Um, um, they'll, they'll be like the same shape, but yeah. they'll be different sizes. You know, like in, in one, uh, it's actually, it's kind of funny, like North America is just huge. Right, it, you're It's right. huge. And then in the other picture, you know, you could see like North and South America pretty clearly. And it's way smaller. Anyways, it's just like, how are these continents uh, different sizes, you know, taking up more anyways it, it it's very inconsistent so it, so it'll be like the same shape right like mm-hmm. you know what you picture in your mind of north america south america look you know or africa what have you but the actual size it's like if you were to shrink it down or or enlarge it 
Right. And um, it, it's just, it just doesn't look the same. The, the waters be completely different shades of bluish green stuff. And, you know, once we uh, get our stuff together here, we're going to have visuals and pictures and, you know, footage and stuff for you guys to see. So yeah. So a little more than just listen, because I understand you got to see some stuff. You know, yeah. It's, and, we'll, and we'll have all that stuff for you. But, but you It'll know, in start, the meantime. We're, we're going to have know. a blog soon. We're, <laughs> we're going to have all kinds of stuff. We're, we're going to be, like, visually overloading you. You guys are going to see some stuff, man. Hopefully. Erica's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Talking about enlargement. Okay. Go on. They're enlarged. <laughs> okay. So, anyways. Um, I don't know. Just, <laughs> for the enlargement. Give it up. Give it yay. up. Okay. So, you know, that's... Uh, w- when I saw that, that was one of the first arguments that, the, you know, these flat earther people made. They're like, NASA doesn't even have a real picture of our Earth. And yeah. I was like, what? Yes, we do. I've seen I've seen a million. Yeah, you can see it. And so they, they you know, they offer the challenge, like, you know, go find a real picture of the of the, of the Earth. Go, go find it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what about I, Google I, Earth? I was thinking to my, myself, like, I will. Well, no, they want a real picture of Earth. Google Earth, that's it's still digi- kind of... It's digitally enhanced. Yeah, yeah, right. no. Until like, you get in here. Right. So I was like, well, either way, I've seen a million pictures of Earth. I'm going to find one. Mm-hmm. And so I looked it up, and I'm like, oh... Well, I'll be dipped, you know, right on NASA, whole bunch of Earths, different size continents on each picture. Huh. All right. Hmm. St- still, you know, not, you know, just that's, yeah. well, you know, whatever. So, but hey, you know, you, you can look it up. It, there's, uh, they're CGI images. Uh, apparently, you know, their their satellite, the way NASA explains it, yeah, is they take a picture. Data. They take a picture of this part of the Earth, this part of the Earth, this part of the Earth, and zip it all together. And then they mm-hmm. have artist interpretations of the, this. And it's like, mm. what? You guys get all this fucking? Just show us a picture of the Earth. It, it don't have to look too pretty. Just, just you know. Anyways, but they get yeah, it all. Take it. They get it all pretty looking and stuff. I mean, literally, if you go up there with like a digital camera, right? Like if you were out of this world. If okay. I was far enough away, I wouldn't need to take a picture of this, a picture of this, a picture of that. I'd just back up and take a picture of the whole fucking thing. Yeah, couldn't you just... I mean, just you, like they do with Mars and Pluto and Yeah, Saturn. you'd be able to do that. You'd be able to just, like, <laughs> well, with a here. Polaroid. No, not here. They, they can have to take pictures of it section by section and zip it together. I'm thinking with the high-altitude balloon. You know, when mm-hmm. you go into space, otherwise it'd be real easy to just back up and... Anyway. By the way, I want to buy a high-altitude balloon, but... Uh, we... Need to do that for real. Let's do and it. We'll do it. Let's let's get it together. Yeah, we got to show these people because I've seen some. That's another thing that you know. Th- that's why I'm real. Like I don't want to say like I'm a flat earther because I I don't. It's just so hard for me to like really accept that because yeah. it's just. But it's it's so hard. It's for a me hard to, one for me too. It's hard for me to believe this globe thing now that I know what I know and all the deception and how everything's. It's just. Because it, it really. <laughs> let's say you didn't know anything and you just look up and you look around. There's nothing to say it's curved. I'll tell you or, what. Or rounded or anything like that. When I was a kid, all right, my... Everything's flat and straight. You go out to the coast, flat and straight, you when, know. When I was a kid, all right, I, um, before I was in school or anything, you know, just my childlike intuitions, mm-hmm. I used to look at the sun and think that it's, it's close. Um, not like I could touch it, but I figured surely planes had to be careful not to fly too close to it or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. And, and I thought that the earth was flat that's what my childlike you know god-given intuitions told me about where i lived and then i remember when i got to school and they told me Mm. you know we're on a globe and this is australia over here and these people are i'm like what they're upside down what (laughs) it's gravity it's like oh oh okay but i thought it sounded silly 
when I first learned mm-hmm. about the globe and you know people on China or on the other side where you dr- right. drill a hole. Drill, like, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, was, right. what? How? What? Anyways, so I just thought so that. Then was you drank more Kool Aid. Yeah, so I was like, well, that's that's interesting. Okay, yeah, makes okay. sense. Shit, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought sometimes that was, truth is whoa. stranger than fiction. Oh, so oh, and and cavemen and old people oh they used to oh but we're smarter now we don't believe that anymore oh okay well i'm just a kid i'm young i'm just learning so no wonder i thought what the stupid cavemen's you know thought i'm you know i'm learning from school otherwise and oh okay so that's how it is it's gravity (laughs) anyways so i just think that you know maybe my childhood intuitions were correct maybe the sun is close to us maybe we are maybe it is flat and uh one thing that I find strange, personally, is we have all these uh, constellations and stars and mm-hmm. different things like that, planets Ryan's in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if we're really Pluto, the non planet, planet, dwarf planet now. Hey. If the, if we were really spinning through space and doing all that type of stuff, you know, at all these warp speeds and you know, doing anyways, I would think that the stars would not be in the same place all the time because the stars were a calendar for you know Mm -hmm. ancient people back then and and i guess still could be you know we just we just have a calendar now so we don't do it like that but Mm -hmm. back in the day people really lived by the stars the sun like it's a clock up there basically yeah that's kind of why i like using the clock to describe you know the earth uh, at least how the the flat earth community describes uh their home which actually their their model isn't new it's in uh before this globe thing became a thing and uh the world view belief um the ancient people their interpretation of where they lived was a flat Mm -hmm. plane with a dome over it the sun and moon and stars like inside the dome no space water outside above and below Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and you know what, with the way um, they were, I'm not inclined to think that ancient people were any type of stupid. No, they, right. And, and so, so the oceans that we have was the bottom of what we live in now, right? Is that what the water was? Or, or are, you, are you saying that this flat out... Outside of the dome. Okay, outside the dome. Is water. But is, is it a full circle dome or is it half sphere? Uh, I, I guess it would be like a like a dome you'd see on a building, like at a stadium okay, or something. Right. So it wasn't an, it was a like a half dome. Right. And then the other half of the dome is where we live. The land mass right. is water, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. So these names, you know, these these Operation Fishbowl names and um, things like that, th- those seem seem to kind of make sense when looking at it in that way, um, in, in how these ancient people viewed our Earth. Um, Basically, ancient cosmology, there, there wasn't no whole bunch of planets or whatever. The stars were in our sky, and they used those stars to tell them that the seasons, you know, when they could harvest and, and do all that type of stuff. And um, there was enchanters and, you know, astrologists and stuff like that that would try to look at the stars to try to predict the future. And so... Anyways, I just feel, and they're still in the same place, and everything's moving all right. crazy. Not one of them's just, burnt out. No, not, not a one. I've and, seen a lot of shooting stars. And, you know, whatever those are, they're what they are. I'm not trying to act like I know everything. It's just, 
I just know that what we're told, we cannot trust that, at least in the mainstream. Um, we have to do our own research. They, they, they always got us thinking that, you know, like I said, science, I like to say this is science, there's no higher authority to them. And, and I feel like that's like a brainwashing thing to make us feel like we are not scientists, so you cannot make decisions, you're not smart enough to think, we already have people smart enough, scientists, that figure things out, and they tell you what it is. And yeah, that keeps the, the sheeple breeding strong. And that, you know, and I went with that for a long time. Like, we, we all did, right? Um, but now it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough to make observations, empirical observations, and I, I feel like now, as I'm kind of awake, like, I, I know when I'm being lied to. So... Anyways, these, these you look at things completely differently now. Totally, totally. And you see how bullshit uh, things could be, and, and you're wondering how you even made sense of that before, right? And like how you even believed it. I, I think on a lot of things, I know how passionate you are about you know a lot of these topics, and <laughs> and by golly, you you make it make sense. Well, it's just it just sounds it just sounds crazy, you know. These these you should see the the structures that ancient people built you know what i mean they're 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 massive intricate and just they're beautiful we would build nothing like that anymore yeah we'll have some shiny glass tall things or whatever but this stuff is it's i mean it's completely breathtaking and you know like i said they, they knew the harvest they, they, they knew things you know i i'm very inclined to believe that uh the average rome ancient roman citizen was healthier stronger and smarter than the average millennial okay yeah they had they had to rely on the universe the environment in which they lived as opposed to the google machine and their interpretation of the earth was that it was flat and you know i don't know they would they they knew how to live and get around and do everything else i just can't imagine they were right about everything but the shape of the earth they, they got that wrong i don't mm -hmm. know like i said they were smart um before Christopher Columbus discovered America in 1492. You know, there's maps from like the year 900 or whatever, and America's on that map. Like they knew where they lived. You know, they weren't oh, they weren't stupid. Okay? Right, right. So, you know, I don't know. It just seems kind of. I think the general consensus weird. now is that uh, Chris Columbus is a hoax. The the whole thing. I mean, I remember at some point a few years ago, it was like yeah, we're not going to celebrate that day anymore, and he didn't really find it, you know, it was somebody else, or... Yeah, like, like I said, I mean, there's, there's a lot of old maps, lots of them, and they show every country. Um, they're not exactly shaped perfectly, because, you know, I guess they weren't, like, in space looking at the stuff in high-altitude balloons. They Plus were, feathers and ink. I mean, it's hard but to draw. They, you can still tell, like, that's clearly north. I mean, they got Florida on there. They got Mexico south. Like, they knew where they lived. Like I said, mm -hmm. they weren't... I just don't imagine them getting everything right, except for, oh, they didn't know they was on a ball spinning through space. I don't yeah. know. It's, you know, I just... I don't... I, I just don't feel comfortable saying like I totally believe in the flat Earth. Because, You're so researching. You're on the fence. Yeah, it's I'm 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 honestly I'm leaning more towards flat Earth, but you know it's just it's hard for me to let go of the reality that I had so yeah. long. You know what I mean? And especially, uh, you know. I think one day you'll stumble across something uh, that will um, solidify your determination on that, and we all will be sitting patiently on the edge of our seat in anticipation waiting for what Ms. Erica finally determines to be
the shape of this rock that we call Earth. I don't think it's really a globe. I mean, I don't know if it's flat. I don't. I don't. It's just. I've seen those. You know the SpaceX thing. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, because NASA. I can't believe people still believe in the moon. Real talk. Um, if I mean, if you go back and watch the footage, you know if if you watched it, like I can't believe anybody thinks that's real. When Neil. Who's the first one that slipped out? Neil or Neil, Buzz? Neil Armstrong. Was it him? Okay. Yeah. When he first Buzz. gets off the plane, there is already... Or a plane. Yeah, whatever. Plane, sure. Whatever. Mm -hmm. When he first gets off that vehicle, there is already a camera set up below, mm -hmm. uh, like, watching him get step off down off of it. So who set that no, camera off? Yeah. No one questions that. You know, it's amazing how people just... What about Nixon calling him Look on a landline with no delay? Mm -hmm. What number did he call to get to the moon well, on a landline? Well, it's one. The press one for moon. No, back then, I guess he had to call the operator, and then she connected well, yeah. you to I'll the moon on yeah, the switchboard. Please hold. <laughs> operator, who would you like me to connect to? Um, the guys on the moon. Okay. No delay. Hey, it's the president. Hey, it's Buzz. You know, like, what? I can't. He's like, he's like dick what's if up i tried to facetime you and it would take two minutes for me to connect there's such a delay you know um you can't make a phone call in an airplane as i mean i guess okay i mean yeah they used to have planes with equipped with phones you could pay to use them whatever but you have no signal on an airplane on your cell phone but i'm to believe that you know, President Nixon in 1969 picked up his White House phone and doodle-doodle-doo calls them on the moon. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah. And they're Freemasons. So, um... Yes. I, they're not good people. <laughs> Freemasons. The, you mean the NASA group, or...? Them too. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, NASA totally faked that moon landing. Like I said, I feel like the reason why they haven't gone back is because if they were to go back, well, I mean, with Hollywood productions nowadays, it would look amazing, and it would totally prove that the old one is super, super fake. Yeah. I mean, you, you this is, uh, you've, I've sent you those videos that are, like, from NASA. There was this one astronaut that was, like, in space. He didn't go to the moon or nothing. He was just, you know, in orbit somewhere. He gets off the freaking thing and forgets his helmet. Right, <laughs> like, right. And the glove flies out of the thing. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, he's in space, forgot his helmet, twists his head, like, in the astronaut's um, costume, you can't um, mm -hmm. twist your head. I mean, you could twist your head, but your, your like, helmet thing doesn't move. Oh, right. You're, you're, you're the helmet doesn't move with it. Like, you right, just move right. inside of it. Right, you're, like, basically, like, in a fishbowl, and you can twist your head, but the helmet doesn't move. Uh, they they were sloppy back in the day, so they had one dude get out and he forgot his freaking helmet and he just twists his head all the way to the side and anyways it's just it's just so ridiculous. Um, I mean the, the, the astronauts are playing golf on the moon. Give me a fucking break. It's just like they're up there they're brought, fucking with us. Like, playing wait, golf. Don't break, don't forget your, your golf clubs. No, I, I brought them. Yeah. I brought my nine iron. This is I got the good ones. Well, yeah, I, uh, I have to say too. And look, look, oh man, we're, we're watching some. Just, we're watching the moon landing right now. Yeah, it's amazing. First man on the moon uh, is what I searched for, and so, you know there was camera of the rocket ship coming down. Like, uh, yeah, all right. That's, one thing that trips that, me out is like the Earth is way bigger than the moon, right? So why, when they're on the moon, they're looking at like a moon-sized Earth? 
Well, because it's so far away. It's just as far as the moon. It's okay, we're on Earth and the moon's far away. How is the moon the same size as the Earth and the sky? You would think, since the Earth is so much bigger than the moon, if you were really on the moon looking at the Earth, that thing would look kind of huge, right? What, the Earth would? Yeah, if you're right. on the moon? Well, uh, yeah. Giving their logic and numbers and, you know, situations. Right, because we're here on Earth and we're look. Yeah, look, look, look the shadows. I guess to put a light out there. And they're going to stick the flag into no the stars. moon. He's hopping around. Oh, we, still, we still have it sped up, right? No atmosphere, but the flag... The, the flag's... Billowing. Flapping like, around. It's, it's just... Are, are, are they driving something? It's a joke. It, it was... It, it was, sure is black out there. No stars. Why isn't there any stars? Oh, that, that's another thing. They say that the stars are beautiful and da-da-da, and then they say that, oh, we don't see any Wait, stars. Wouldn't stars totally be black. amazing, though, in space? I don't know. I'd like to see. That'd sure be freaking nice since they I mean, got all these cameras If you everywhere. go far enough north... Here in Phoenix, I mean, start, you can see stars right now, but if you go up, you know, tw 15 minutes, I mean, it's like, wow, look yeah, at all these stars. Yeah, you get away stars. from the light pollution on the ground. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. So if you're on the fucking moon, I would think uh, you could quite literally touch a star. I mean, you know, That's damn near why, feel like it, right? You know, last week we talked about, uh, you know, we, uh, NASA's big accomplishment. They, they landed some shit on Mars or whatever. And then they showed the computer simulation of the thing landing. Look, see? That's anyways. They, they showed the computer simulation of the craft landing and then the, uh, the, the NASA employee's reaction to hearing successful cheering, land or yeah. whatever. And look, I would think that with all the money that NASA has, it shouldn't be nothing to have a camera somewhere on there watching the voids didn't you tell me earlier that they're going to pluto and it's going to take like nine years yeah 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 there's they, no way they can film that trip at all no. wouldn't that be nice I wouldn't mean, you watch that oh absolutely blasting because, through the asteroid because it, so so there can be communication right um they get signals it'll it takes like um sure they do four uh, four hours for it to come back. To, oh, yeah? Well, because it's so it. far, right? It's I mean, so far. Yeah, it's billion. It's like... Well, in the fucking 70s, the they billions. could call the moon with no delay. Yeah, I mean, you sure there wasn't a delay? I mean, it must have been... I've looked into the moon landing thing pretty tough. Yeah, I know that's you the know only reason well. why That's the only reason why this flat earth thing even got any type of credence from me, because honestly, it, it just sounded so ridiculous. But I do know how um, fugazi NASA is. <laughs> <laughs> you like the fugazi? I like so, it, yeah. So, you know, I was like, you know what, let me, let me not be ignorant, because, you know, if you make your decision without hearing both sides of the story, there's a... Uh, I don't know. Look up quotes. There's something to that, and it's uh, somebody real smart said something about that. Basically, if you if you decide and judge before hearing both sides, you're just it ain't a good thing. Yeah. So I don't want to be well, like that. No, and, and I'm open minded anyways. Like you know, that. I'm learning. So. Um, yeah, we're not saying that everything that we talk about here is like the absolute, the truth. You know, we, we might feel very strongly about something. Um, Eric, you might fully believe in something, and, and you discuss it. Um, at the same time. Uh, we're very curious. We want to discuss and we want to know, um, you know, what people think about certain topics that we're talking about or uh, maybe something we haven't talked about. And, you know, we'll be having some guests on as well um, that are going to shed some light on some things or bring some things to our attention. Did you watch the O.J. Simpson trials ever? I mean, when they were on, um, geez, that, that was a lifetime ago. What was that? Ninety-four, yeah, five, yeah. six ish 
Yeah. I think the murders happened in 94, and they reached a verdict in, like, 96. Yeah, that was... This is, like, totally off topic, but I'm bringing that up because I just recently found out that Warner Brothers produced that whole trial. Really? And um, one of the prosecutors, he's an actor. Um, mm. I what's her name? Marsh... Um, Marsha Clark or something that curly haired broad she is an actor too like a lot of those motherfuckers are actors like straight up actors like I kind of just like found that out and it's like it's just a world stage like this whole shit is just a stage it is and you have to think about it too it's like well I mean, if you've ever seen a movie where there was a trial taking place, I mean, that looks just as real as anything else and if you're a television production company if you're a network you gotta get people to watch your shit so sure they, they can reenact or they can broadcast and they, they can set a stage and do anything so it really is kind of crazy and, and something to really think about so um you know gotta find a time to wake up and see what's going on you don't want to get bamboozled um if it's too much then i guess just uh stay in line follow the the, the herd and uh, I, I think, take it for what <clears throat> bullshit's given to you um i think for a lot of people they're comfortable in the reality that what they've been given mm-hmm. because it's, it's everybody what, it's else what is, they know. Yeah. It's what they've been taught. It's what they grew up believing. And when confronted with something different, well, that takes a little bit of work, you know, and humans like to take the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. So if I have to now believe that my government is corrupt and that they're, they're you know, hurting people like that, that's just, no, I just, I'm just going to put my head in the sand and it, it can't be that bad. I meet people like that all the time. They just can't fathom the fact that the government wants to help people. You know, they, they say, oh, the reason why there is, there's, there's world hunger because there, there's too many people. It's like, what? I know 50 people that eat as much as five individuals right now. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's plenty of food. There's plenty of space. Like, I've been on no less than 300 planes. I used to fly a lot. I, I used to passenger a lot mm-hmm. on planes. By the way, I used to always look for the curvature of the earth yeah. on a plane. Like I said, I've been on hundreds of planes all over the world. And I always used to look for the curve. And I could never see it. I just figured we weren't high enough. Right. And that, that, that's all. Like, we're, Where you have to be somewhere, enough. like maybe you have to be north. I was. I, or... m- most of my trips, honestly, were going back and forth uh, from Hawaii to Vegas. Um, I took probably Hawaii to Vegas. So on the way from Vegas, so down I'm over Hawaii, the ocean. It's, you, it's pretty flat. If if you look at the at the map of the globe, and you're in Las Vegas, and you're going to Hawaii, you're gonna you're going down like the slope, right? If you take your finger. And go from Vegas to Hawaii, like you're gonna curve oh, yeah. down. It's like a third away is across the earth. So you you a, would a you would theoretically be traveling on a curve and curving down to get to Hawaii, right? Yeah, but you not it. one time does it ever look curvy, <laughs> right? Never, it I, just always looks straight hey, and at and the time blue. I just figured I'm not high enough. Where you're on the side of the plane and like you got to look f- from the cockpit, maybe. I, I mean. Um, but what are you going to see? The curvature. I mean, there's so much space and atmosphere there that you know you're looking out. You're not going to you're not going to see space. Well, on, I mean, at night you can see stars. Well, um, like I said, I've probably been about maybe an estimated 300 planes. I would say 200 of them was going back and forth to Hawaii. The other hundred was you know just everywhere. Random. Going to Hawaii, there is lots of uh, ocean. Yeah. Not a lot of clouds in some areas, so you see nothing but 
blue. Right. As far as the eye can Probably see. Probably even hard to tell which is sky and which is water. Um. Eh. It blends in, I'm saying. Okay, yeah. Um. You don't have to agree with me. It's okay. <laughs> well, this, the ocean, once you're like that deep of water, it's very, very dark, dark blue. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and like in the daytime, the, the sky would be a light blue. You know, no chemtrail, nothing. Right. Like real sky. There's no one to, to poison <laughs> out there in the middle of nowhere. So, like I said, I, um, I looked all the time thinking, you know... And, you know, I gave up looking. I figured, you know, we, we just weren't high enough. But I feel like if we were really on a globe, at some point you could see a curve. And Aaron and I talked about we really want to get a high-altitude balloon and a real fancy camera and mm -hmm. stick it on there and see what we well, see. I don't know how much that could, that could be. Like I've heard to do the whole setup about 300 bucks. No, no, like three, 400 bucks oh, we're for doing the whole it. thing. Let's do it. Yeah, like... Um, it, you, people, we, we got a Patreon account set up. Erica, oh, yeah, you didn't know why, while you were vacationing and enjoying the, the wind and the sun and the curvature of the earth. I was here slaving away and, and getting our Patreon account set up. So. Oh, good. Well, I was actually in the mental hospital, but don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I was on vacation, it's, but um, for real. Uh it, the whole setup, though, I, I looked into it. It's like it's like three, four hundred dollars, but we, it's not the money thing that's the problem. It's, it's the building. Law, probably. No, no, no. Just, it's, just throw just, it in the sky. Yeah. It's the building the device to make sure that your camera is balanced and ain't spinning all crazy and out of control like and light enough to right. So that's that's where it gets hard because I have to look into how to um, build that mechanism. But once we do that, and you we get, will just do get it a gimbal. Soon. I'll show you what that is. Okay. They use one in the drones. It sounds a lot. like a pivot. Yeah, it's similar to a pivot, but you have to gimbal. Gimbal. It sounds like a new um, like uh, rap song dance move we're gonna make. Like do the gimbal, you know. The stanky now, gimbal. Yes, yeah, the stanky gimbal. <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds really good. So, so my point in bringing up those weather balloons is I have uh, I have seen those, and they're amazing. Um, you know, high definition cameras going up real high in a weather balloon just filming our earth and let me tell you nasa is not putting out nothing like that that shit is completely yeah. flat the entire time now sometimes the camera will like you know get on a spin and it'll distort the image a little bit and you might see a bit of curvature but you will see concave also because the camera is adjusting but ultimately when it's steady like that the earth is completely flat and these these uh, weather balloons are going like what like 70 miles high 100 miles high mm -hmm. uh, like, well, uh, yeah how many like miles a, you have to go to get uh, out of like 150,000 feet 120,000 like they're going high as hell and if we were really and high some, as hell or high as the heavens <laughs> we're going they're going high as heaven and um you know and people you know i, I read comments uh i'm one of those people that I argues like the on the internet <laughs> yeah you're an internet arguer i'm not an arguer i just be you know I'd just you'll, be say, you'll say how you feel yeah exactly. yeah yeah whatever I'm, I'm one of those people so you know like whatever. that about you um nobody likes to admit they do that though but i do whatever it's, so what, what is your conclusion on those comments well i will see people comment saying like oh you can you know you can, you can see the curve and you know like one all right let, let's if you are really seeing the curve the higher that weather balloon went mm -hmm. the more apparent it would be right more if, curvy if, yeah. the, if the thing's going up 150,000 feet if, you know if you're claiming you can see the curve from a plane at 30,000 feet 20,000 feet by the time it should be obvious you know it's not just gonna 
you know, like I said, because the camera will distort a little bit as it gets, you know, whipped around there. Some people don't put the thing together perfectly, you know, smooth or whatever. So you might see actually a curve for a second or two as the camera adjusts, but it goes away. And like I said, it'll even concave. So you can't say that that is the curve. And then, and then there's people right, that... Right, because that's film, like the actual There's people that say making. that they can see... Uh, boats going over the horizon in the ocean that's the curve okay if you can see that type of curve then when you're in a plane it should be pretty obvious and then if you're in a hot if you're looking at film from a high altitude then it should be even more obvious it'll just get more apparent the higher you get yeah. and it doesn't it stays flat if you're the ever, whole time. if you're in water or take a cruise or something around a boat for a very long time the horizon is always straight and and wherever as that, that vantage point or that as far as out as you can possibly see wherever that is if you actually get to that point and you keep you keep looking out. It still continues to look straight. Mm -hmm. Never at one point does it you know dip down where you can't see it anymore. I don't. I don't or maybe that's why it's a straight line. Hey, these, I, these flat Earth people now they got they got maths and science involved. They got, in they got some maths involved in there. <laughs> a, a little bit. So they're saying. I hope I'll get this right. Supposedly, from what we're told. Our Earth's uh, circumference, you know, the distance around the equator, the equator whatever, the mm -hmm. whole thing, that's like 24-something-something-something. Let's just call it 25,000 miles across. Is that it? Yeah, that's... that's, that's around the belly, like the belt, Yeah. the equator. That's how big we is. End to end. 25,000 miles. 25,000 okay? miles. So with 25,000 miles of curve on, on a ball, there's ways to figure out um, the amount of curvature. Mm. And... Uh, with the numbers that we're given, there should be an eight inch yeah. per mile squared drop, and it's squared, so it'll increase exponentially All right. for every mile. An right. eight inch drop for every mile squared. So if you were, you know, I don't got my calculatron right now, but if you were to be, you know, looking at something 80 miles away, it should have so much curve or whatever. Right. And uh, like that 64 is not, or something. You, can't, you can't see that. Yeah, it's, you know, from uh, Pythagoras, his geometry numbers. There's, like, a formula to, like, figure out, you know, areas of this and that and curve and da-da-da-da, you know. Anyways, so I remember being in Hawaii on certain very clear days. You can see Maui from mm -hmm. Oahu. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And um, if we were really on a ball... Because it's lower than you there. <laughs> well, it's it, it's you're on island to island, right. so you're at sea level to sea level, basically. Oh yeah, that's true. On a clear day now, because there there be, uh, you know, anyway. So I remember I've definitely been able to make. It's not like super clear, but you can tell like that. That's yeah. not like everybody knows. Everybody's stupid. Like they, yeah. you know, it's their home. So with the numbers that we're given, the size of the Earth and the curvature and all that. You, you shouldn't be able to see Maui at all. It should be like, I don't know, like 500 feet below your line of sight. So you should right, not right. be able to see. So, like you I shouldn't said, be able to see anything that's, at some point, like, again, no calculator right now, but, you know, as soon as something is X distance from you, based on the curvature, it's going to be too low for you to see. But the truth of the matter is you can see for 10 miles and I think of like a periscope on a submarine. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're seeing it. You, you, you shouldn't be able to see it because it is theoretically lower than you. Think of, like, lighthouses, you know, and they were, right. like, guiding ships back in the day. Like, because I know one mile, it should be eight inches. if it's round, Two it's miles, always it's curving. There's never, there's no straightness in a ball. 
right. in a globe. There's no straightness. Like like your your spit screen right there is round, right? <laughs> yeah. There is no straightness to that. And if you're standing anywhere on that thing, you can only see so five feet. Let's say you know right. you can only see so far. Well, also the. <clears throat> You know, people think like, well, if it's, you know, and I thought this too when I was first looking into it, but, you know, like I said, it's just quite compelling. It's just, I just can't definitively, I don't know it's why. A lot to it's just, it's, yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow. It's like, you know, it's my, my mind's just, I'm, but com you see I'm some comfortable in my old reality. Yeah. But this, this flat earth shit makes sense. It's just, just kind of, it, I'm, I don't know why I'm ashamed, well, but real talk, I'm a little ashamed that I'm kind of thinking that because mm. you hear all this shit like, oh, you're retarded. That's just conditioning, though. Right, right. Know? I know. That's why it's just. But if you ask somebody that, that says, no, like, you're stupid, it's flat, flat earth, that's crazy. Say, okay, well, then why isn't it? Right. And it, like, it doesn't. Mm, anyway, so. <laughs> Their argument, though, is that which I've heard because I listen. I like to listen to both sides of the argument. I'm, I'm a very fair person. I believe in fairness, kind of. I mean, life isn't fair, but you know, I try to be. So I like to hear both sides, and because I know that that's how ignorance is, you know, formed by not hearing both sides. Even if you know yeah. the other side's wrong, hear them out. You know, you know, you know, you can maybe pull something away from their sure. incorrectness. You know, yeah. you can still maybe learn something. You never know. So uh, their their theory, and you know, like I said, I, this kind of crossed my mind too it's very knee-jerk reaction typical you know anyway they would say like well what about the sun setting i see the sun setting it's getting lower and doing like that all right and that's what i thought i figured if the earth was really flat then why does the sun go away right so Whoa. it's because the sun's closer now if the sun is closer that seems to make a lot of sense like imagine the street light does that street light light up the whole city or right. does it light up that part of your block? You yeah, know, now yeah. if it was to move, sure. It might light up the whole city, but it don't move. It stays right there. That street light and it's low and it's not a hundred million fucking miles away. So the sun's moving. Right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's moving around us, this plane. Right. Um, heliocentric is what we're taught. That means the sun's in the center and we wrap around that, mm -hmm. um, back before, you know, the Freemasons really got heavily involved in society everywhere. Um, it was geocentric. Oh. Us in the center, and everything rotates around us. And ancient people, that's what they believe. And like I said, I kind of trust them more than these snaky people that teach us <laughs> shit. Now, I mean, these scientists are so fucking smart, but they can't figure out how to get rid of the flu. They can't really figure out how to feed people, you know. But people instill so much trust in the government and science, and it's failure after failure after failure, and scams after scams after scams that they're involved in, and people still give them their trust and power, and I just don't understand that, you know. <laughs> so it's... Uh, you know, and then and then tell us that they're wrong, and it's like, oh fuck you! You know, they're probably not. Well, you just want me to think that. I don't know. That's what I think. Closing <laughs> arguments by Miss Erica. Thank you for that. I mean, like, fuck that was you. compelling. <laughs> that was really really compelling. I don't know. I just, uh, that, yeah, that moon landing shit has me. Oh, another thing I wanted to say before we wrap this up. Mm -hmm. I also am very questionable quite, um, about SpaceX. Like the company SpaceX. Right. Um, those rockets that they're making, we've seen those in the sky. I got great that, pictures of that. Man, man yeah, we'll, we'll upload those. Um, though, uh, 
I'm thinking that they came out because NASA has seriously lost a lot of credibility and a lot of people are yeah. questioning. And like, are they direct competition for NASA or? Well, supposedly SpaceX is a private owned company. Right. And, and so he's just allowed to go up to space is because he has the money to put together a company called SpaceX and he has the license to now travel into space. Like yeah. Does he have to get clearance from he the government? He could probably go to Antarctica if he wanted. Yeah. Well, oh, it's Elon. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, well, when you have a billion dollars. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm Let's like, the SpaceX thing comes out. SpaceX. I think because they can be like, well, no, this isn't, you know, this isn't NASA. It's not the government. This is a private person. So people can be like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't trust NASA. So then SpaceX, you know, and his rockets and stuff, that kind of reinforces people to stay away from flat earth there's still space look at elon musk's rockets and 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 look what billion dollar rockets do they do that shit nasa doesn't make rockets look like that they have plenty of fucking money they should they the nasa rockets they seem to i don't know i feel like if a rocket was real it would go like straight up straight up straight up straight up it does not seem to do that it goes straight up for a while and then it curves. Well, it, dep- it depends on where they got to go. Well, they've only gone to the moon, right? So if the moon is, you know, at 3 o'clock, it's got to curve over there. It's not going to go straight up and then hang a right or a left or whatever. Well, I think it starts, like, turn like uh, flattening out level um, long before it should. Like, that thing ain't in space yet, and it's already uh, changing its tra- trajectory to be flat and... Uh, parallel mm-hmm. to us and i don't know they probably dump them in the bermuda triangle another place you're supposed to stay away from too <laughs> yeah i did a report on the bermuda triangle um in in middle in, in I don't know, grade school or whatever and it really is fascinating yeah that's that one place that like ships go missing and you know there's just some weird vortex there and um gosh that was like such a scary crazy thing to me when i first heard about that but yeah um, I, I remember thinking like wow that's you don't want to go there. And yeah. Get lost. And yeah. Sucked in space. No, Who knows? But like, what's going on over there? Like I said, that's probably where they dump all these fucking rockets, you know. But yeah, that stuff's all floating around somewhere, and like, and we're just like, we're just like, whenever we send something up into space, we're just like, um, you know, leaving space trash, space space junk, just let it float around. It's just like yeah. your fucking hairspray. Yeah. Is really killing this place i know i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah they, they want you to feel freaking unimportant they don't want you to value other life that's why they make everything seem like a burden we're ruining this place that's why you can hear about 80 people dying in those california fires you won't even flinch you know what i mean and, and i think those numbers are what we talked about those fires a little bit last week i think those numbers there's way more than 80 people di- died in those fires yeah and, and we will get oh, into some yeah. of that on another another show another episode so, yeah, I, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, NASA flat. I didn't really mean to go there with the flat Earth thing, but hey, it happened. It's, uh, well, it's been on it's my mind a lot. It's been on my mind a lot. I'm very. <sighs> it, I mean, like, imagine that's like finding something. This, that's just like found a new discovery. Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the globe's not real, probably. But, but at least for know. for just tonight and tomorrow and the next night, folks, believe in Santa Claus. It is now Christmas Eve here at this moment, present time and oh, space. Sure is. So uh, Merry Christmas, Miss Erica, um, and uh, also to everybody out there. Have a Merry Christmas, and we will see you after Christmas. In the meantime. Feel free to drop us a line, host at realityradioshow.com. This is Aaron. Have a good evening. And Erica, you want to say goodbye too? Yes, I'll say goodbye. Um, 
goodbye and Merry Christmas. And once again, if anybody has anything they would like to say or you know, send us anything cool, host at realityradioshow.com. Have a good night, Same everybody. Same email address that I said. So you'll get both of us. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and Merry we will see you soon. Bye for now.